0: Hey all you nostalgic tattoo artists.
1: Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW.
0: Oh, one of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice.
1: I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time.
0: I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all.
1: You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Today we're discussing season five, episode twenty-six, a song for my mother.
1: Nobody sings in this episode. Except Ray, but we don't we don't see him he Sort
0: sing. of sings. Yeah, he's singing somewhere.
1: <laughs> All right, let's crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The week need not apply. One, oh no, the episode originally aired April 5th, 1995. Midway, almost exactly midway through the, the decade.
0: Yeah.
1: Birthdays. April 3rd, Jenny Garth turned 23, though she's not in this episode.
0: She sure Maybe isn't, that's why. no.
1: Maybe Jenny, she was Jenny, off for her birthday.
0: Maybe she was celebrating. Jenny Garth and Ian Zeering have almost the exact same age gap as you and I, Kendra.
1: <gasps> and they're really good friends. They just ran into each other on a
0: plane. On a plane. I <laughs> love that Twitter thing. Yeah, yeah. So good bad. times. Yeah.
1: couple of movies to mention. All on April 7th. Big yeah. debut for movies. I guess uh, so. <laughs> bad Boys with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith.
0: I've not seen any of the Bad Boys movies. Neither. I in the '90s I was watching a lot of Martin and Will Smith on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yes, do you course. ever watch the do you ever watch the sitcom Martin? No, it's pretty fun. No, pretty funny. I did watch I a lot of Fresh Prince. Oh for sure, yeah.
1: <laughs> the next one is Don Juan de Marco with Johnny Depp and Marlon Brando. Ooh, that's quite the pairing of the egos. Yeah. There. That
0: was- <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, boy.
1: Uh, and April seventh, a goofy movie. Which Cinema loves. was never the same.
0: Yeah, <laughs> do you you said that as if you don't like a goofy movie. No, do you not? of
1: course I do. Everybody loves okay. a goofy movie. It's the
0: Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Yeah, I don't
1: like that part.
0: <laughs> you don't like just it's the a cheese? Goofy
1: or movie the one? Shore. Okay. where he goes to college, and then Goofy also goes to college, or is that? The next one the that must one. be
0: an extremely goofy movie okay. yeah. i think
1: that's the one i know more is this the one where they it end up sense. on a raft running going down the river
0: i believe there is a raft involved yeah they end up at like a concert at the end yeah and... with the song yeah, okay that everybody yeah yeah yeah. Okay, yeah cool
1: tv on april 10th the sitcom in the house starring ll cool j and debbie allen debuted it would go on to air 76 episodes over five seasons
0: i like this show Not too i too this show this was my introduction to LL Cool J. So, like, I think it was lost on me that, like, LL Cool J is doing a sitcom. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I like this guy. Sure. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. April 14th, the TGIF sitcom On Our Own aired its final episode. It oh, lasted yeah. one season and featured the six Smollett siblings.
0: That's right. Yeah, I love this show. I was really on sad. My own. There was one guy who was not a Smollett who played like their oldest brother and like their mm-hmm. parents died in an accident or something. And so he like came back and was going to like raise all the, <laughs> gee, why would this have <laughs> appealed to me as a child? Uh, <laughs> he came back to like raise all the siblings and it was like, Oh, are they going to get taken away from him or whatever? It was high stakes, but I was way into this show. Yikes. You know. Fun. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> all right. Music. April fourth. Duran Duran released their eighth album, Thank You, which is certified gold in the U.S. and Canada.
0: Feelings on Duran Duran?
1: Not the biggest fan.
0: Oh, not a okay. big Duran Duran fan. Okay. All right. What oh, about I. the What about their James Bond theme, View to a Kill? That's mm, pretty. Meh. Okay. All right.
1: There was a summer where I had to listen to a lot of Duran Duran and Cars because of the place Uh, I was working at. They played uh them frequently. And And
0: that was just too much for you.
1: Yeah. Didn't like it.
0: Okay. All right. I also
1: played a lot of Tom Petty, which I did like.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Some video games to mention. The top rented games in April 1995. Here they are. Kirby's Adventure on the NES. Mm. NBA Tournament Edition for the Super NES and Sega Genesis. And Mist for Sega oh, I CD. Loved, I, loved
0: Myst. I loved Mist. I loved Mist so much. Have you played any of the Mist games? No. I loved Mist. Riven, which is the sequel, freaked me out. There's <laughs> just, I mean, the Mist games are always eerie, but something about Re- Riven, like genuinely, I was like, I can't play this. It's too creepy. <laughs> is it like actually Dexile? creepy
1: Or was it just you? Well,
0: Mist. Mist, at least at least at this time, I think there's like updated versions of it, but like early '90s mist was really like a, more a series of still images. Like as you'd progress, a new image would come, a new image would come. Whereas Riven, you're actually like walking around, mm-hmm. and there were also people in Riven. So like you'd come into a room and you'd see someone like leave the room. So you never like interact with the people, but they're there. And I don't know something about that. Just I was like, Whoa. so <laughs> freak me cool. out. It was the 90s. What are you going to do? 90s. All
1: right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code.
0: Okay. Well, Kendra, a year before this, in 1994, future 90210 star Hilary Swank would take up the mantle of the next Karate Kid opposite Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi. The world of Karate Kid would then lay dormant for the next 24 years <laughs> until it comes back in the series Cobra Kai.
1: It's back with a bang. Everybody sure loves is. Cobra Kai. Oh
0: my gosh, they do. I've never what seen you... it,
1: but everybody loves it.
0: <laughs> okay. I've only seen the first couple episodes and I did enjoy it quite a lot. My wife wasn't into it. So I think that's going to be like a solo show for me. But do you have any feelings about the Karate Kid, the originals, the Hilary Swank Karate Kid? I think Kid, that the
1: the next Karate Kid was the first one I actually saw. Oh, okay. Um, and I didn't love it just because it felt so dark to me. Like these guys are just like beating up Hillary Swank, right? All the time. Oh, I don't boy. know. Um,
0: if you want to talk dark, <laughs> dark Hillary Swank fighting movies, Million Dollar Baby.
1: Oh yeah, that's a pretty dark. Oh, one. Oh my god, pretty dark one. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, I I like the originals. I I think I've only seen them once, like all the yeah. way through.
0: Um, I I definitely liked them as a kid. I haven't rewatched them as an adult. But I do remember uh, there's a there's a DC Comics character called the Karate Kid who's part of the Legion of Superheroes, and even though this show has nothing or the movies have nothing to do with that character, they still had to get permission from DC Comics. So it's like mm. the end of the movies are always like special thanks to DC Comics for the Karate Kid.
1: <laughs> Thank you, DC Comics.
0: <laughs> but he's never been transported into the future to fight alongside Lightning Lad, so I don't think there's much connection. <laughs>
1: ah, that'd be cool though. I agree. All right, let's look at our synopsis for a song for my mother. Say hello to your mother for me.
0: (laughs) That would have been a better title.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Donna hops a flight for Portland to meet Ray, who's not too thrilled to learn that David tagged along. While Ray and Donna reconnect, David goes to find his mother, which proves to be more difficult than he anticipated. When it seems as though she is homeless, Donna goes to help with the search, which infuriates Ray. Ray mel joins them in portland and fills david in on his mother's history of mental illness meanwhile valerie is maybe (laughs) getting a tattoo and dylan might get hypnotized
0: thank goodness for those two plot lines
1: i honestly why we didn't just just have it be fully in portland this episode yeah ever just living in beverly hills
0: Today's episode was written by Max Eisenberg and directed by Chip Chalmers. This, I may be wrong on here, so don't please don't come at me if I'm wrong. But I feel like this is maybe the episode that features the least amount of people from the opening credits because we do not see Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, Ian Ziering, Gabrielle Carteris, James Eckhouse, Carol Potter, Mark Damon Espinoza, or Kathleen Robinson. None of them show up. I think up.
1: you're right. I think you're right.
0: So, I mean, Ray is kind of a de facto series regular. But from, like, the opening credits, we have David, Donna, Dylan, Valerie. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So, crazy. It worked. I wasn't like, but where's Brandon? No. What does he think it about It was, Valerie's like, halfway tattoo? through and I was
1: like, oh, we haven't seen anyone else. Yeah. But this yeah. is fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah couple of returning players here we have matthew lawrence back as mel silver who's on a redemption tour apparently hey it's fine
1: yes it's
0: fine that he he was tomcatting around she was crazy what was he gonna do stand by her jeez (laughs) uh so yes matthew lawrence is back as mel silver jane daly is back as molly campbell dylan's hypnotherapist
1: we've seen her before Uh,
0: Yes, we have. She was in a she they ran into her at that party that he went oh, to with Charlie. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah.
1: And I believe as soon as we saw her I was like, and Dylan will be going to <laughs> That's hypnotherapy. True. That's true.
0: We've locked Dylan up for the next couple of episodes. <laughs> Uh, we have the first of five appearances of Carol Lagerfeld as Sheila Silver. So the character has never been mentioned or she's never been seen before, but she's been mentioned many times. Early on in the Mel Jackie thing, there was the whole Mel was Didn't still going to spend see... Christmas with her.
1: I thought that she came, not maybe not this actress, but I thought she came over the one... It was like a holiday episode and she showed up or something.
0: No, I don't. Steve's mom showed up is maybe what you're thinking of. But David's mom never. No, it
1: wasn't Steve's mom. I'm almost positive it was David's mom. Really? Because then she made a big deal about Mel spending Thanksgiving with her or whatever.
0: I think that was all off camera, though. I don't think we actually saw it. I have her. a
1: memory of her coming to the door, but maybe I'm. Okay. Maybe this is a. Uh, all right. What's it called? <laughs> Mandela effect.
0: Oh, yes. Maybe it is. Maybe. maybe it is. I don't know. I'm just looking 90210.fandom.com, the wiki, uh, looking up Sheila Silver here just to see if she missed yes. it. I can tell you while this page slowly loads. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) That she is a character in the, remember we did an episode on those British novels, there was French Rivals and Mm -hmm. 90210 Beginnings. In 90210 Beginnings, she is in it and like shows up and drops David off at school and is like an actual character. But no, uh, this is confirming this is the first time that we've seen her. Weird. Yeah.
1: Listeners, if you know what I'm thinking of, maybe, maybe it's another parent. I'm thinking, I don't know what parent it would be. I, but, the uh, scene
0: you're describing does happen, but Mel is the one who shows up and is like, I have to be with Sheila.
1: Weird. Okay. Sorry. All right.
0: Sorry. It's also Berenstain Bears. So if you thought no. it was a Berenstain Bears, you're wrong. Okay. Weird. Uh, well, gosh, where was I? Uh, so she's going to be here. For, we're going to see her five episodes over the course of the next couple of seasons. Uh, let's see the actress Carol Lagerfeld has a long history in television and film having first appeared in a 1972 episode of Archie Bunker's place. That's when everybody else and all in the family were like, we don't want to do this anymore. And Carol <laughs> O'Connor right was like, I-, I got a few seasons left in me. Archie Bunker's place. Um, uh, she'd go on to have notable roles in shows like gossip girl and law and order organized crime. Two more one-offs here. We have Steven Marcus Gibbs as the cop. And I liked him. He seemed like a nice cop. And I thought, certainly, I've seen this actor before. But I don't think so. Because he did one made-for-TV movie and one, like, background actor appearance on Seinfeld. So, whatever. <laughs> I thought the same thing about Michael Sollenberger, who plays the barfly in this episode. I was like, oh, that guy. Sure. Looked him up? No. <laughs> I don't think so. But he did bit parts on Dragnet, ER, and Mad Men. So, I guess, probably, I've seen his face. Somewhere. At some point. At some point. It's possible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into this episode. Okay. We start at the airport. Donna is flying into Portland. I assume Oregon, right? Portland, I would assume, Oregon? yeah, okay. yeah,
0: the Portland, yeah.
1: Whenever I, I lived in Maine, so whenever I think Portland, oh, Portland, Maine is the first one yeah. that comes up for me. I, no, I don't
0: think he's in Maine. No,
1: yeah. I didn't think he was in Maine, but I, there's a million Portlands. but true. We'll just assume Portland, Oregon. That's
0: true. Yep, I never saw a single LL Bean outlet or any maple syrup, so yeah, I don't well, think there's, it there's a been. problem. Right I don't there. think it could have been.
1: <laughs> uh, so he's picking up Ray. He has flowers. He's so excited to see her. They're doing some kissing. Yeah. And David is right behind her.
0: He, oh my gosh! And Ray is not having it.
1: He is so upset. Why is he's he's he so really upset? upset?
0: Really upset.
1: It's it's they. He's never had an issue like this with David before.
0: The only thing was when Ariel was around and Ray was like, I don't need your advice, jackass. You're the one yeah. who cheated on her. And like they had kind of a thing there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a uh, Ray was hot. And at first I thought like, well, why didn't Donna? I mean, it would be weird to be like, hey, I'm coming to see you for a romantic getaway. And I brought my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> but they had so much trouble connecting. Yeah. Like, so I'm sure that's probably why. But, yeah, you know, what else?
1: Okay. After the intro, we go to a tattoo parlor where Valerie is <laughs> picking out a tattoo.
0: Yeah, I I think it's funny that Dylan and Valerie are just kind of like on again. Yeah, like, I don't, but like I buy not, like it. Like nothing happened. Like why, just, not? Just, yeah. <laughs> why not?
1: Just why not at this point? Yeah. So she's you know looking to get a tattoo. Dylan doesn't really think she's going to do it. He's kind of picking on her about it. Yeah. Uh, he also mentions he's going to see the hypnotherapist because is it it's Charlie right
0: yes yeah
1: Charlie the character in his screenplay believes in past lives which Dylan <laughs> thinks is nonsense oh. and so oh. he's going to this hypnotherapist
0: past lives
1: for research purposes
0: Kendra this episode that's coming up oh my gosh but yes he's going to it for like research purposes <laughs> <I can't>. yep. <laughs> Yeah.
1: (laughs) Valerie then sees someone else getting a tattoo and asks, you know, do you think it hurts? (laughs) Which Dylan picks on her a little bit more. And then when the guy comes up and says, hey, are you ready to get your tattoo? Yeah. She says, I think I am going to sleep on it.
0: She's going to wait. Yeah. Dylan's like, I mean, one of my one of my like bar room friends passed out while (laughs) having it. But you're probably more tough than that. Right.
1: (laughs) Nick, you have zero tattoos, correct?
0: That's correct. That's the number. Yeah.
1: I have two.
0: Two can confirm and they really pretty painful. hurt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One on my back, the back of my yeah. left shoulder, which was my first one, and it was mostly fine till it got closer to the center of my back, and then it yeah, really, really sense. hurt. And then that I have sense. one on my upper arm, like right above my right elbow. Yeah. And that one hurt the whole time. No, well, that's no all like not that's all
0: like soft flesh up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. kind of a big one, too, isn't
1: it? It's it's not small. And my br- yeah. my brother was there and really didn't think I was going to make it. It, t- it took less than an hour, but he didn't think I was going to make it. But I just sat there with my eyes closed, just like white knuckling it through the whole thing.
0: So I don't understand. I it. Is, the, is the pain, is it just like being stabbed a million times? Like what is, what kind of pain is yeah. it? Yeah,
1: yeah. It feels okay. like, you know, like someone's pinching you just really, really hard.
0: Oh, okay.
1: But like... It moves, you know, huh. with the thing. But okay. yeah. Okay. And for my arm one, he did a lot of like the style he did was like making lots of little like small dots to fill in the flower. <laughs> so it was just like yeah. step, 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 step.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: But but it's worth it, I yeah. think.
0: Now you got it.
1: I love both of my tattoos. So. I always and hear I like once,
0: more. I was just going to say, once you start, it's hard to it's, stop.
1: It's yeah. I've, I've already got like three more that I'm You've like, got this one and this okay. one. Eric right. is very close. Every okay. day he gets a little closer to wanting his own.
0: Yeah. I mean, he loves needles and is great with pain. So yeah. I don't see why he wouldn't. are <laughs> okay. they in jokes about your husband I... on this podcast. I'm not sure. It's kind of like, it's kind of like cheers where you never see Norm's wife, but you yeah. joke about her a lot. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Exactly. Or, or a more contemporary for you, Kendra would be Niles's wife on Frasier. Yes. How about that? Maris. Maris. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. So, now we follow David, who's going to his mom's work to surprise her. So surprise. He, he stops by the main desk and the woman is looking her up, can't find her she, name.
0: This lady, I don't know what her job description is, but if it's not, tell the person everything, even personal names of All people he didn't ask about, yeah. then she's we have a problem because <laughs> she was like, oh, well, we got lots of people with that last name. Here they are. Here's their social security numbers. <laughs> really lets him fly
1: <laughs> so he says that she worked for mcpherson something and she yeah. says oh well yeah i know where they are like i'll call him and whatever so david goes up to meet this person and learns that they liked her but she just never showed up for work they had to let yeah. go
0: yeah so she hasn't I've been in, there in a bit i've been in that scenario you've been let go No, but I had to let somebody go who I really liked, who was constantly late. And they were a half hour late on the day that I decided to let them go. I was like, you were a half hour late today.
1: (laughs) So so David goes to his mom's apartment only to learn that it is not her apartment anymore. A new couple has just moved in and they don't know anything about her. They send him to the Real weird
0: vibes weird vibes from this guy who owns the apartment i thought yeah. he like had her tied up in the basement or something he was a strange choice he i don't know was, what they were yeah. doing
1: he was too
0: yeah he was like too... oh no she's not here anymore <laughs> she's gone that's weird i don't get it a lot of weird acting choices made
1: <laughs> so he goes to talk to the manager and the manager really does not care for not her. a fan not she's a fan. Skipped out. He owes like four months of rent. Yeah, says she's a deadbeat, which mm-hmm. which David does not defend her at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he well says,
0: he says like there must be some mistake or something, no. but he's not like, like no, no my your mom's mom great. is trash. <laughs> <laughs> David's like maybe, maybe, maybe she oh, is. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she at?
1: Okay, so then we go back to Dylan's, Dylan's house. Yeah. Da-na-na-na. Oh no, sorry. Not Dylan's house. He's on his way to see the hypnotherapist. And he's driving past all these houses that burned Uh during a big fire. Except the hypnotherapist's house is just perfect. Sitting among the rubble of all these other houses, basically. So we meet her. I forget her name. Do you remember her name?
0: I do. It's Molly Campbell.
1: Molly. We meet Molly, the hypnotherapist. She talks about... You know, why she lives there and this isn't her first time surviving a fire. Yeah. Because she did in a past life or something. Cool. Dylan is, you know, he's still very, I don't believe in this.
0: And he probably won't come around on it at all. Definitely
1: not. Definitely (laughs) not. We go to Ray and Donna's hotel room where they're making out on the bed ray yeah. is pressing for more but donna <laughs> skirts the issue as usual <laughs>
0: uh, yeah he's like did you come up did you change your mind what does he say he's gonna he's like you gonna let me rip your clothes off and make love to you all night And gross. she's like no i don't i don't think so gross now, she's like
1: we're not spending the whole time in this room
0: yeah she's like you didn't get me up here just to be in bed with you and i was kind of like mm, <laughs> you get that in writing maybe next time
1: so as they're making out, there's a knock on the door and it's David.
0: David. And Ray's Ray, not happy.
1: Nope. He's not happy at all. He goes in the other, in the bathroom or something. While yeah. Donna he's like, why'd you even door. tell him where we were staying?
0: <laughs> he's angry.
1: So David comes in and tells Donna he's really worried. He can't find his mom. No one knows where she is. Ray like makes a, some snide comments like, oh, you haven't talked to your mom in months. That's true. Kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he Ray does have a weird codependent thing going on with his drunk mom, so yeah. I guess he probably doesn't Too really close. Too relate. Close, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, yep.
1: So Ray says, you know, you guys do what you want. I'm I have to go for my sound check. Yeah, Donna wants to borrow his truck so they can go find his mom, and right. he says he can rent a car. He has enough Hard pass. Money.
0: Hard pass. And fair point also. Yeah.
1: And Donna says that she will get to the club. Where he's playing as soon as she can, uh-huh, she's going to help uh-huh.
0: out. Yes.
1: Yep. So they they have all her mail that she hadn't um, picked you know, up. Collect, yeah. picked up. Yes. Right. Um, her alimony checks have not been cashed. That's
0: oh to know. yes, it is.
1: And they find this flyer for a Valentine's Day thing from a bar, so they go to this bar. And the barkeep remembers Sheila, but has no idea where she is. And then there's a barfly at the uh-huh.
0: counter, yeah.
1: And he does know where she is. David has to grease his palms a little bit before.
0: <laughs> Look at you with the lingo, Kendra. I know. Wow. Yeah. I watch, wow. a lot
1: of, I watch a lot of uh, yeah. top shows.
0: Lingo and the tattoos. Just... like <laughs> And I'm wearing know. this
1: like cool hipster beanie you do. today. Kendra's,
0: Kendra's got a real skater vibe <laughs> happening today. She does. I wanted
1: to be a skater yeah. so bad in middle yeah. school. So bad. You got bad, the hat Nick. for it?
0: You got the hat?
1: Thank you. How's
0: this your hat, balance? It,
1: this hat works like I could be a skater. I could be, you know, a hipster who likes to drink coffee. Neither true. are true.
0: You but... could. Yeah, you don't. Wow. I know. It's a well, bummer. It is.
1: <laughs> so he says that. He knows Sheila. He saw her setting up shop.
0: Whatever that means. At a hotel. Yeah. We never quite uh-huh. find
1: out what that means. Was she being a prostitute?
0: No, I think he just means that's, that's the, where she she's was like. She was living there. Okay. Yes. She kind of claimed that corner as this is where she lives.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So they go to this hotel where he said she was living. And yes. she was living there. Doesn't live there anymore. She was arrested for like drunken disorderly yeah. conduct or something david at this point is very upset very emotional yeah. you know he's like she used to wear chanel suits to my little league games like how right. like, how did this happen yeah to her and donna says that they need to call mel at this
0: point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so they go to the police station to call mel he will be there tomorrow david says he didn't seem surprised by right what he's been told about right Sheila. The police says that they cannot do anything until 48 hours after 48 hours later, because they've just now put her as a missing person, which I, I understand that rule, but also it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, otherwise, I'm sure you'd get a lot of, you know, people just like they were at the store. Right. And spend hours trying to find them. But also,
0: yeah,
1: 48 hours is a long time.
0: And it, I feel like in this situation when like she has a record for this, like they've had to arrest her already for sort of vagrancy. Uh, she has, they have proof that she lost her job and like hasn't shown up at her apartment in months. Like there's a lot of facts here in play that would maybe move things along, but you know.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they never, whoever, you know, she, whatever she got arrested for, no one ever pressed charges anyway. Yeah. So, they- so they didn't
0: really have a follow up. Yeah, Yeah.
1: he suggests that they check the shelters. Yeah. At this point, it's nine o'clock. Donna is supposed to go to Ray's gig, but she says, I'm not leaving you. We're going to find your mom. Ray will understand. Ray does not understand.
0: He does not understand. Let me let me pause and ask you a question here. Do you empathize with Ray at all here? I don't know. I kind (laughs) of do. I kind (laughs) of do.
1: Ray specifically has been stupid for so long that I'm kind of yeah. just like whatever with Ray, but were it were it me I would yeah. You know and what you I mean? Like to, if it if yeah. it was my boyfriend that I was yeah. helping my ex I was helping right. my ex boyfriend, I don't know. I think I don't know.
0: Well, it's just it's just I sort of felt like there's nothing you can do right now. This has like been months. You know, you here to see the show. Just go see the show. Mel's going to be there tomorrow. Regroup. The fact that she just like totally blows it off. I felt like was a little not cool of her.
1: Yeah. No, but, I, I agree. You no. Know, I agree. You know. So, yeah. So, Ray's Ray very upset about this. Mm-hmm. So, they do go to a shelter. And the woman working at the shelter does not recognize the picture of Sheila, but says that they can look around and see if they find her. They do walk through um, people, you know, in beds and the, this very sad um, homeless shelter scene. And they think that they see her, this woman sleeping, but it is not her. Mm-hmm. It was interesting that I watched this episode this week because I just read, I just finished reading the book Made by Stephanie Land about, okay. have, do you know this book?
0: I, I know of it.
1: Well, it's about her, you know, she... Was homeless and living in poverty and trying to yeah. like get out of it. Um, so it was, it was interesting just finishing that book and then going to this yeah. episode. Yeah, great book by the way. Should de- you should definitely read it. Okay, very very good, very eye opening about poverty. There's a Netflix show too. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. All right. So they go to this print shop to pl- print off flyers. Like, have you seen this woman? Flyers um to post around. Yeah, because the, city. the
0: cops the cops had a little like mug shot that they yeah. could use. It was like a recent picture. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: David is feeling really guilty that he never visited his mom. She always asked him to come, but he always came up with excuses. Yeah. And Donna's like, why did she even move to Portland and that like why Portland? And David said she thought the rain better suited her mood.
0: Hmm. I get that.
1: Which I feel like if you're dealing with depression probably a rainy place is not the best like Mm. i feel like the sun might be better for you it's possible
0: i don't know it's possible i love a good rainy day
1: yeah yeah but it's like portland it rains okay all the freaking time
0: all right right you're an expert i forgot
1: I've watched two episodes of Portlandia. <laughs> I, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: This outfit I'm wearing today is very Portland. I feel that's true.
0: That's yeah. true. Gosh, if only this were a visual medium. You know, <laughs> we should take we'll take a picture. You know what? Yeah, we'll we'll have take, to a take a picture. We'll take a yeah. picture, and I'll post it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's not. It's not that great of an outfit, you guys. No, I feel like we're good. building it it's up. It's pretty good. No, no,
0: it's pretty good. Don't sell yourself short.
1: <laughs> okay, so now we're at dylan's house and yes. he and valerie are in bed it's and in bed. Yeah. he's talking about he thinks she's sh- he should she should get this really big snake tattoo that starts at <laughs> her shoulder and goes all the way down to her butt perfect <laughs> so dylan is very anti-tattoo which i yeah was surprised by yeah i would not have pegged him as someone who was no, anti tattoo
0: i agree yeah
1: like he's he's like why would you put something permanent and scar your body yeah he's very square about it yeah surprising yep he and he doesn't think valerie's gonna do it he's you know taunting her about it and she's like well you're about to go get like hypnotized which is also stupid (laughs) like why are you doing that
0: yeah it's not great
1: and she she picks on him and says you and your mother have so much in common because that's definitely something that dylan's mom would be into
0: yeah yeah
1: and then they roll around and have some more sexy time they sure
0: they sure do yep
1: <laughs> at the hotel then that night ray is yelling at donna he's very mad that she didn't show up mm-hmm. she asks what if that was your mom on the street somewhere you know wouldn't you drop everything and go try to find her and yeah. she says you know david's one of, her best friends she also says he saved me i'm not going to leave him hanging
0: yeah that's a that's a fair point that's a fair point there
1: ray says why don't you go sleep with him then oh wait you don't sleep with anyone
0: very unfair very unfair point yes there
1: Donna then tries to leave he pushes her down says you're not leaving until i say so she tries to leave again and ends up like hitting her head on the door yeah, he tries to apologize, but she yeah
0: she leaves. The hotel and he room. he pushes her down on the bed pretty hard.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Minutes later, he goes over to David's room where Donna has you know locked herself in the bathroom. She didn't say anything to David. She just came in and locked herself in the bathroom. He gives David the keys to his truck and says, "Use use my truck tomorrow. Find your mom." Yeah, and David apologizes and says, "I didn't mean to." ruin you your time and uh, untrue yeah david, untrue. david
0: is there specifically to ruin their time but yeah,
1: keeping tabs
0: yeah but now he has a noble quest
1: donna comes out of the bathroom and goes back in the room with ray
0: yeah and, no harm no foul
1: yeah straight out of the abuser's handbook here uh ray says i would never do anything to hurt you i just love you so much and i thought oh. i was losing you
0: yeah well then do what you want
1: Okay, next day at the airport, Mel arrives and David and Donna are there to pick him up. David says, you know, they've looked everywhere. They can't find her. Mel thanks Donna for all her help. And she goes to get the truck while they sit and talk. So Mel sits David down and tells him that he's never told him this before, but that his mother was diagnosed as a manic depressive. And has been on lithium for most of David's that's life. heavy stuff.
0: That's some heavy stuff. Lithium. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. David is very confused why he's never yeah. been told this. Well, that's a big.
0: That's a big secret to hold on to very for big. that long.
1: Very big. And Mel's like, "Well, you were so young," and he's like, "I haven't been young for <laughs> for a while. Like, you no. could have told me." Yeah. Mel says that Sheila also just didn't want him to know. Mm-hmm. Tells him about a specific time when David went to camp and she stopped taking her pills and got high and spent $20,000 on Rodeo Drive in one day and then came home and trashed the house. Wow. But then when David came back, it was just like nothing had happened. And... Uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Some secrets are being revealed. Yes. Mel today. says
1: that he didn't. Look into the alimony checks not being cashed because he was hoping that she had found someone else to mm. take care of her. And that's why she wasn't cashing them. Um, and he says all they can do now is pray they find her and get her some help. Dylan is at the hypnotherapist's house again. And <laughs> he's like making like a funny face like he's being hypnotized. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She tells him to imagine that he's in an elevator and she's going to count down the numbers. And by the time she gets to zero, he will be relaxed or in a trance or whatever.
0: Hypnotized.
1: So she starts counting down and Dylan closes his eyes and he sees himself, I think, running on a railroad track. We're back to the freaking railroad track. Yeah. And we can hear the train. But that's all we see is this like slow motion running. And then he wakes up and he's like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this mm-hmm. anymore.
0: And, I, you know, I got to agree with him. I don't want to watch that episode again either. So. <laughs>
1: well, you gotta.
0: No, You've made thank a commitment. you. No, thank you.
1: Tells her about his near death experience that he had recently. And she says, well, the next time we do this, we should do it at your house. You'll be more comfortable there. And he's like, we're not we're not doing this again. Mm -hmm. Like there's not Mm going to be a next time. This is it. Mel, David and Donna go back to their hotel and Ray meets them to say that someone called and saw their flyer and knows where his mom is. Mm -hmm. So they go to this alley, you know, between buildings and this woman shows them his mom and she's, um not not looking good you know she's like wrapped up just staring into the distance underneath this like balcony awning and they go over to her and try to like you know say it's me mel it's me david and she doesn't respond for a while but then she recognizes david's name and his voice
0: shout out to brian austin green here because i thought a lot of the silent acting he was doing the tears in his eyes and Mm -hmm. just the like the confusion and the sadness I thought was really coming through. Yeah. Very no- very noticeable from him.
1: Mm-hmm. Mel is crying and emotional as yeah, well yes. in this scene. Yeah, yeah um, it's solid work. Yeah, so they have a good uh, cry hug.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they take her to the hospital. Mel and David are talking in the waiting room and David's asking more about like family history, like who else has, you know, a history of mental illness in our family he talks about an aunt who was institutionalized yeah he also says that when david was going through his time of you know being high all the time he said that he was relieved that he was high on meth and not his own body chemistry body
0: chemistry good good bit of like retroactive continuity there i feel like sort of tidying it up like sure mel would have thought that had this been a thing all along you know
1: yeah and so he's, I like that he tells David you need to not do drugs yeah. because it can trigger this kind of thing. If, if I would, if I would
0: argue it. maybe when David was on drugs before that would have been a relevant time to share this information. But you know,
1: yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, do you think it was the orange juice or the drugs that got David in the end? <laughs> I don't, I don't no. know. Hard to tell. It's hard to yeah. So much calcium.
1: <laughs> so Mel's plan is to they're going to you know. She's going to stay in the hospital, get better. They're going to bring her to L.A. She's going to go into a halfway house until she gets back on her feet. They're going to get her a job and a place to live. Yep. yep. And he, you know, David thanks him and he says, you know, she she's your mom. And I'm grateful that for her for bringing you into the world. So
0: Mel just has a heart of gold he in this episode. He is selfless. Solid gold. <laughs>
1: Back at Ray and Donna's hotel room, Ray is going to take Donna out to dinner that night, which she's very excited about. And he says, you know, Donna, last night wasn't me. I'm just under a lot of pressure. (laughs) And uh, seeing David reminded me that I wasn't there to save you. David Mm. was the one who saved you. And so that upset me.
0: So it sounds like. It's everybody else's fault that he had a violent episode. Mm -hmm. You know the circumstance, the stress that he's under. He wasn't in control. And just to reiterate, though, Kendra, that is in fact not him. Correct. Right. Not him. Okay, just want to make sure. I don't want to make sure I got it. I never would. Never again. Nope.
1: At Dylan's house, Valerie arrives, all smiles, tells (laughs) Dylan to unbutton her top. Woo. Which he does to reveal yeah. a tattoo on her chest that's yeah. a heart that says Dylan. And when I, I saw this tattoo, I audibly was like, oh Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Gross. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I should have listed her boob in the cast for this episode because yeah. they really it's zoom prominent. in. It's they prominent. They want you to know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Dylan is very upset about this tattoo, but then she's like, ha ha, it's fake. It'll come off in a couple days. But yes. she takes off her jacket, and on her shoulder is a real tattoo. Yes, very small of a daisy.
0: Yes, Kendra, would you like to know some facts about this daisy tattoo? I
1: would. Yes, it was
0: her first tattoo. That so that's her real tattoo. Huh. She got it when she was sixteen. So they must have been using a lot of cover-up and say with a bell. Yeah, did not see that. She also has a lotus flower on her stomach and an angel above her right ankle. Ah, oh,
1: stomach. I know. Ankle hurts Sorry. too.
0: Yeah, that's both of those sounds like they'd be painful. Now I have to delete my search history. (laughs) Give me just a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she
1: says the reason she got a daisy is like for he loves me. He loves me not. Wow. Dylan says he loves you not. But since you're here, kiss, 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 kiss. (laughs) Back at the hospital, Sheila is awake. Says it feels like she's been sleeping for weeks. Yeah. She also says that she feels ashamed, which mm-hmm. Dylan and Mel tell her.
0: David, David, David sorry, yeah. David
1: and Mel tell her, you know, she doesn't need to feel that way.
0: I think Dylan would agree. He's just not there.
1: Yeah, for sure. They have a tape. A yeah. What the tape. heck?
0: <laughs> what the heck? Mel's like, David, show her what you found. I'm like, where did he? What did he find this on the streets of Portland? <laughs> like, where did, did he bring a cassette? <laughs> yeah, that and doesn't a make any player? sense. What does that mean? <laughs> So okay. yeah,
1: it's a cassette and a cassette player, and it's a tape of Sheila teaching David how to play piano.
0: Yes. Is is this the titular song for my mother? Oh, Maybe. perhaps. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. Like, I don't know why Mel would bring that. I don't know what playing that was supposed to elicit from her. I, I don't get it at all.
1: I don't, I don't really either. But... Okay. I feel like it probably made her feel worse in that right. situation. Yeah. Like,
0: look, you used to be like this and now you're a hobo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she says that she never wanted to be a burden. She thought she could take care of herself and yeah. David says, Well, you don't have to do that anymore.
0: Right. Right.
1: The last scene is at Dylan's. Dylan is outside watching the moon. Uh-huh. And Valerie comes out post-shower to see what's uh-huh. wrong with him. And he says, you know, he doesn't he says he doesn't like the idea of being hypnotized, right? Is that what he said? Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Valerie's like, well, then just blow. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, her, as her dad says, we're only here for a short time, so make it a good time. And Yeesh. Dylan, <laughs> and Dylan that's actually says, pretty dark. Yeah. That's
0: a dark thing for her to say. Her dad committed suicide I know. earlier this season. Yeah. Jeez.
1: And Dylan says, well, that's just the thing. I'm thinking we aren't just here for a short time. <sighs> He's been convinced.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I'm so excited for this next
0: episode. Oh, it's going to be fun. Oh, sure.
1: <laughs> I, don't yeah. need, I don't know. I just know the reactions know. you're giving me. I don't know if
0: it's the exact next episode, but okay. it's coming. Right. It's a coming.
1: <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode.
0: Okay. Uh, what did you think?
1: <laughs> you know... For a heavy Donna Ray episode, <laughs> I actually really, I thought it was good.
0: <laughs> no, it is good. It is good. <laughs> I this don't usually was one... like
1: Donna Ray stuff, but...
0: This falls into the category of episodes that I remember, like, beat for beat. Mm. Like, a lot of the shots and stuff, like, her them finding her. A, a lot of it, I really, like, this one is just, like, lasered into my brain, so... Uh it, it is it's good. It's a solid episode. I think there's some character stuff like with Mel suddenly being great and, and yeah. all that that feels a little like whatever. But no, I thought it was good. I was nice for David to have something to do. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a pretty solid episode overall. two and oh snap.
1: Maybe the Donna Ray episode in the hotel, I think.
0: Yes. Him shoving her on the bed, I feel yeah. like, is uh is a shocking moment.
1: Yes, for
0: sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Woo! okay uh well kendra you know we we've got more 90210 to talk about including next week with episode 27 squash it but (laughs) but in the meantime squash it okay squash it and the imdb picture is david at a dj setup so maybe we'll finally maybe he's finally gonna get that mic check he's needed all of these years precious to me are you precious to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but until then you could listen to Brian Austin Green's album somewhere. Uh or you could listen to me over on the Centaurian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network we do every other week. And uh what a wild ride it's been. It has. What a wild ride, Kendra. <laughs> what about you? What are you doing, Kendra?
1: Oh, you know, I'm Miss Musicbox Ninety One on Twitter and I have a website and an Etsy page, Miss Box Crafts. Yeah. And I am the co-host of the podcast Nineties Music Got Me Like. Where we talk 90s music most uh-huh. recently we talked about steal my sunshine by len
0: i haven't heard that episode but i listened to the previous one with that song that to connected. me connected yeah i wasn't a fan Remember, I asked you in the last episode, like, will I recognize this song? And you were like, I don't think so. Your wife and texted
1: I, me and said I took the song down. And I don't remember being that Oh, harsh, you did. So. No,
0: you did. <laughs> you did. Great. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't hate you, the song. <laughs> you really let it have it. I mean, I don't hate it either. I guess it sounds like a demo on a keyboard. But, you know, <laughs> I didn't really get into it. So.
1: Well, anyway. listen to all the episodes.
0: Oh, all I have. But, but I guess. No, I mean, else.
1: Listeners. Listen to, listen to all, all the, the episodes listen
0: to that's uh, okay all right uh anyway i, I already said you could join us next time for squash it so uh squash later it. skater
1: <laughs> bye
0: 902 and here we go